Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Double Stack F1 Podcast. Trevor's on, Honorat's on as well. We're here to recap the Spanish Grand Prix. I hope you all enjoyed it. We did as well. Uh, Trevor, uh, what'd you have to, what's your take on the race? Um, I thought it was an exciting race. There was uh, a lot happening, uh, kind of a lot to keep track of, tons of overtakes. Um, I like the new track layout. I thought, uh, I thought it led to, to better racing and, uh, yeah, but it was a good, it was a good Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah. So before we dive in, uh, just kind of go quickly over the top 10, uh, it was Verstappen to Hamilton to Russell, Perez, Sainz, Stroll, Alonso, Ocon, Joe Guan Yu and Gasly. And like you said, there was a ton of action. Uh, what did we say was going to happen at, uh, before the race, we kind of flagged four or five different things. Uh, Leclerc starting on hards and attempting a bold strategy to make it to the top five was our call. How did that play out? He did start on hard. He was the only one on hards. Uh, kind of an obvious one uh, given his position, but it seemed that those hards didn't play well for him, did they? Trevor? Uh no, yeah, it seemed like uh, it seemed like he kind of struggled on them. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, he had, a, he had about. A, he had a, <laughs> I yeah, we're talking about. Don't know who we're talking Leclerc. about. Leclerc. Okay. Uh, Leclerc. Yeah, I'm Leclerc asked. had a, a little <laughs> bit of an issue. Yeah, he was in the clouds. Right? <laughs> that's uh, that's the Negroni. Was it a Negroni tonight? What, what, what were we sipping on? <laughs> I had an old fashioned earlier, but no, I was uh, I was just yeah, reading, so you're becoming an old man. The, uh, the race results and uh, <laughs> was totally distracted. Yeah, Leclerc had a tough time. Started on hards, expected to go long, but he had race on lap seventeen, I believe he was already in to 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 get those boots off because apparently they weren't working. He had no grip, and it was just an awful drive. Uh, mm. but yeah, we we were hoping more. We were hoping for him to make it into the top five. That didn't happen. He ultimately was shy of top 10, finished 11. Um, that was Leclerc's race. Our top, second top thing to watch was Perez uh, starting either on mediums or hard and chasing the podium. Uh, multiple DRS passes into turn one and other uh, moves into 10, 4, and 5. Uh, that was kind of my call. Uh, Perez just missed the podium uh, yesterday. Uh, he finished P4 right behind uh, Russell. He fought hard, but just wasn't enough. Maybe if he had a couple more laps, he could have done it. Uh, but it, he did start on the mediums. Uh, what did you think about Perez's race in, in general? Um, I, thought he, I thought he drove a good race, um, made up for... Uh for struggling and qualifying. Um, but yeah, was able to, to fight his way through, um, made it up to fourth. And, um, I was, imp we'll get to the Mercedes later, but I was impressed with the Mercedes. I think the upgrades worked well. And if it weren't for the upgraded Mercedes, I think per Perez would have ended up on the, uh, on the podium. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and given that car, man, like given how much, wiggle room was in there for max uh do you think paris underachieved here um yeah i mean i could see that argument i i would say the underachievement took place on saturday um i, I thought he drove a fine race on sunday but he shouldn't be starting outside the top 10 in a car like I that know. yeah yeah, well, he started. He started the race eleventh, right? Uh, he had a little bit of a. He had some damage, right? Turn five, lost the rear. Uh, yeah. So yeah, but it's it's on him, and this is the second race in a row where Paris does something like that in quality. Uh, is we're only on what race number six of the season, if seven of the season, and he's dropped the car. Three times already in quality, right? This is the third yeah, time. Yeah, but more like, more critically, like not only three times, but the last two times in a row. Um, yeah, that's not that's a that's a problem. Luckily, this time we we're in Spain and not Monaco, and he's he's able to make up for it a bit more and still score some points. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, self-inflicted errors. Um, that's uh, kind of ruining his weekend before the Grand Prix even starts. Yeah, and, and we are before we get to the summer break, right? We're one, two, three, four, five races away from the summer break and the crazy uh, reshuffle. I know he still has one more year, right, on his contract. Uh, uh, I'm not but, sure. That's a good question. Yeah, but with performances like that, and anyways, even if you have a year left on your contract, we've seen people get booted. Uh, uh, with 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 still time left on the contract, do you think a conversation could happen if he 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 swings and misses again? Uh um, you you mean uh, in terms of seeing him leave the team this year? Uh, yeah, yeah, just losing that seat. Uh, I know it, it. His performance is just enough to 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 guarantee the championships, and maybe he's going to a bad patch, and it happens to drivers. But uh, ultimately, will, will the conversation happen? Where if it continues like that, that you know, Red Bull has a plethora of drivers sitting on the sideline. We have Liam Lawson, we have Iwasa, we have Yuki Tsunoda sitting there. You know. That's true. I think there that conversation that conversation only happens if Red Bull uh, actually feels under threat and the constructors, um, which yeah. would still be quite a ways away if it's going to happen. They're still 135 points ahead of second place. So yeah. with with a, a pretty consistent podium, maybe that's an understatement, like likely race winner in the other car, mm. um, things would... Things would have to go really bad for Perez for that conversation to happen this year. Yeah, yeah. No, just throwing the idea out there though. Uh, it's been crossing my mind a lot recently, given his his other performance. But we we one thing to note. Um, I know Christian went to his defense at some point during the weekend uh, when uh, he he was it was to a response to Nico Rosberg that was suggesting that. Uh, you know, will Checo keep his seat or something like that? Something in that in that realm. And um, it, I think Christian' w- response was more in the line of like, "Well, you're not driving anymore. You you left your seat. Like you you sh- you of all people shouldn't be saying that. Like you know how hard <laughs> it is. You know to be to be a, a number two driver. Now that you're out of a seat, don't pretend like you don't understand, right? Like so, yeah." Good went 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 for Checo's defense there, uh, but ultimately, we we all expected this, right? We went into like a what a regular track, and you know the the gap to to Checo was was clear, it was open, it was it was it was brutal. Uh, the gap that Verstappen can put on him. So, a lot more to come, a lot more work for Checo to do if he if he ultimately wants to still stay in this uh, championship fight. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's gonna gonna have to be a bit more consistent. He can't be making errors like that and qualifying and starting mm-hmm. way out of position and then just trying to play recovery the whole race. Um, yeah. So hopefully uh, he can find a little more consistency in qualifying and mm-hmm. turn things around. Yeah. The, the next topic that I, I I had flagged was I was expecting. A masterclass drive from Fernando Alonso. Um, would you call that his performance yesterday a masterclass drive? I I couldn't. I can't. I would not. It was a gentleman. <laughs> it was a gentleman's drive, though. That's um, true. Given, yeah. his, given he didn't want to attack his teammate for six and seven, which makes sense, right? They weren't going to compete with anybody else. Uh, I, I believe. Uh, Signs was way ahead of them. Uh, had a, f- a, a chunk of seconds ahead, so like, there's no point of of trying to uh, do any fights with your teammate if you're eventually just gonna return to six and seven. Uh, but uh, yeah, not 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 a not a masterclass. It was a disappointment at home, really. Yeah, it really was. And uh, again, similar to Checo, the disappointment started uh, on Saturday, right? He qualified pretty poorly. I think he uh, qualified ninth, ended up starting eighth with uh, Gasly's penalty. But 
um yeah i think it was a, a disappointing race for for him and kind of definitely expected to see more out of him at his home race yeah uh alonzo so, so sorry for you man you were you he came in as a king right uh to this weekend and the expectations were super high even i had at some point faith that uh he he could have done something magical here uh given the new layout given he was the only driver that has been that's driven here before uh in the past so like i had hope but as we got on track even fp1 fp2 fp3 i thought there was something to be had by them but by quality, I I think the other teams turned up the wick, and it was just, it was, it was out. It was done. It was finito. But uh, great great recovery drive though. Uh, from eight to seven, <laughs> <laughs> a gentleman's uh, drive. <laughs> yeah, proper gentleman's drive. And and the gentleman part. Uh, and for those for those who weren't aware. Uh, Alonso doesn't behave like this. It's bizarre to see him say and do the things he's been doing recently. Uh, I get it. Stroh's dad owns the team and pays his paycheck. But, like, old Alonso reminds me of of George Russell. Like, he was going to hunt for that. If he's on your back, he's going to call it in, notify people that he's on your back, and then you'll get a message, a la fisiquela, you can't be this slow. Hernando is on the same car as you and is two seconds faster. So <laughs> uh that didn't happen this time around. Fernando just said just no point, you know, just like a wise man, right? The wise man here sees, he even, sees beyond. He even closed the gap really quickly on Stroll when he uh um overtook i think it was Ocon. he closed the mm-hmm. gap really quickly and and said into the team radio like hey guys don't worry i'm just uh i'm just putting a gap on the car behind i'm not gonna hey, i'm not gonna battle like, lance <laughs> yeah no just chilling here man take a lead and on the lap last lap he was like waving to the crowd if you see yeah. he's on board like <laughs> he was just having a, a a joyful ride to the flight to the checkered flag uh Awesome. No, this guy's this guy's next level. But I do. This was his worst finish. Let's flag that. Ah, of the season seven, he was what P three P P three P three P four, right? He was P four no. once. He was P two once. He was P three the rest of the times. Through the time, and then this time he was the worst. P seven out of out of. Wow. It's. Do we think he's gonna come back on the podium though? Is that something, given what we've seen this this weekend with the Ferrari upgrades now on the table, the Mercedes upgrade seems to be working here. But anyways, we'll talk about that later. But do we think we could see Alonso again on the podium this year? I think so. I think uh, a lot of his issue with this race was starting, uh, you know, pretty far down position. the field and, and being in traffic, uh, you know, most of the race. And um I think a lot of that was when he went off the the circuit during qualifying and uh, yeah. had a trip through the gravel, likely damaged his floor. Because um, after yep, that, in his, Q1. his lap times uh, were a lot closer to his teammate after that than they were before that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Stroll even beat him in quality fifth, and he's and he was eighth. So even Stroll just actually lost the position. Let's put let's put that out there while we're at it. <laughs> Lost the Anyways. position while uh, the McLaren that started ahead of him dropped out. So he essentially lost two positions because he got that kind of freebie there. Um, you're a sneaky guy. <laughs> he just made it worse. <laughs> give the guy a credit. Give, give, give Stroll a little bit of credit. We'll come back to Stroll later. Uh, my next, uh, our next bit here was Hamilton chasing podium steps. Uh he chased a few of them. Uh, he, he was able to capture two of those podium steps, uh, and uh, but that that elusive P one was never in the cards, right? It's never gonna happen. So uh, yeah, great job by Hamilton, and uh, we called that one ahead of time. Anything you want to add about Hamilton's race, or we want to deep dive into Hamilton's race for, while we're at it? Well, I mean, I just was gonna say that I thought he had a, a pretty good race. Um, you know, started fourth and made his way up to second. Um, 
but I think you're right in a in a situation where Verstappen's starting first and not dealing with traffic at any point. Um, first place is going to be pretty hard to to catch from from fourth on the grid. So, yeah. but I thought he had a, a good race and got um, you know the best result possible out of the car. Yeah, I think one thing that 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 was pretty pretty clear. They, him and Russell, Hamilton and Russell, were went the longest on their initial. Uh, red tires uh soft tire start uh i think beyond lap 22 or 24 before they they changed their boot and it wasn't only it was only after they pitted that both Perez and and verstappen went in so they really waited they really wanted to make that the 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 softs work and stay within there uh with 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 the red bulls and not have to do a three-stop i think they're probably originally on a three-stop strategy but Given what they saw, they're like, oh, we need to try something different here. But yeah, played out. Verstappen had a lot in, in his pocket. He was just he was faster, even on the mediums on on on, on Mercedes. He had probably seven tens on Hamilton every lap with a with an inferior tire. So if you offset that, I'm thinking he had a second in his pocket every every lap on on, on the Mercedes. So it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I can't can't really argue with you there. That's yeah, yeah. sounds right to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Mercedes fix, fixing that car uh, every every single race. So yeah, it turns we'll, we'll out side pods are a good idea. Yeah, after all, right? Um, <laughs> well, that enough on Hamilton. Um, the other the last topic I I kind of flagged was the Prince of Spain fighting the un. It's a winnable fight. Like the prince being, you know who the prince is, right? Signs. Carlito, yeah. So Carlito fighting a fight that was impossible. The impossible fight. And it, and it proved itself to be really impossible. He he lost first step and left him hanging. Hamilton took him down. Russell took him down. Paris took him down. Like he started P two, tumbled, tumbled. Yeah, he just uh, he just cruised down the order. Yeah, that was a rough one for (laughs) both of the Spaniards. Kind of had a had a tough go at things in Spain. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's a saying, isn't isn't there a saying? I I kind of remember it in French. Uh, uh, was like. Nobody's like a prophet in their own house, something like that. Like at home, like in your home country, like you have no value. Like it's <laughs> you're just under underappreciated. I think I, the 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 race car probably underappreciated both of them in the <laughs> in their home country. Um, but yeah, they they came in like high hopes. The grandstands were green and red, but unfortunately, the podium was was neither color. Um, that's true. Ah, yeah. But let's. Uh, Ferrari had a rough weekend. We could could discuss that. And let's just do it. Let's just do the Ferrari talk, my friend. Are those upgrades or downgrades? It's hard to say, right? Because the other teams are bringing upgrades too. So maybe the other teams are just making a bigger leap. Are you Are you asking? Right. Is the car getting slower? <laughs> I'm asking it. Yeah, is it getting more competitive yeah. at all? Well, no. But is that because their car is getting slower, or the other cars are just yeah. getting faster? Ah. You're, you're playing a... the relative relative yeah. valuation game on me here, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yes, they've I, been I, struggling for sure lately. Well, I would also argue this is the first time we ran this new setup, right? Uh, and we probably haven't identified the sweet spot. Um, and I think they'll be able to dial that in uh, it by Spain. Um, and I also think they... Spain just happened. These fa- oh, yeah, not Spain. Uh, Canada. In Canada. <laughs> they're, they're in Stroh's country, they'll, they have the time to kind of work through the kinks uh, this week and next week to kind of identify where they fell short and, and kind of avoid that for, for the, for the rest of the season and then make it even a more competitive battle. Like we were, 
we were uh, uh, granted with for the last couple races here. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, even the faster corners. Also, that car wasn't really designed for faster corner. They, they were more of like a, a high downforce, slow corner type car, quick acceleration out of the corner. Um, so this this with high degradation, I think it just didn't work for their car in general. So it's kind of my take on on the Ferrari situation. Um, what do you have to say about that? Am I am I am I am I saying nonsense? No, I think uh, I think it makes a lot of sense what you're saying. Um, and yeah, like we'll see. Hopefully, they can uh, figure things out um, going forward because it'll. It would be interesting to have four teams kind of all in the mix at the top of the grid. Um, yeah. I, I want that. That's exactly what I want. Uh, yeah, those were, those were my five key takes. Uh, we, can, we can look at my top 10 now, or we could just go in and, and discuss the drivers. What do you want to do? Positive, my friend. Let's uh let's just go through the grid and uh right. as we do so you can kind of mention where they were in your top 10. All right, that sounds like a, a good middle ground. I like that. Uh P20 Logan Sargent started P20 ended up P20. Uh that William has problem that William is not competitive. This track exposed that required a, a massive amount of downforce. They didn't have it. So couldn't compete anyways. Yeah, I mean, not much to say about Sargent. I didn't didn't really see much of him. Uh, yeah, I think the race. mistake was uh, he, he, he couldn't get tire temperature. Um, he really had no grip in quality. Uh, so I guess... That 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 was that 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 just ruined his weekend. Was done there. He had a shunt and an FP three. If I, yeah, FP three, a massive one coming out of turn fourteen, and which required a lot of work uh, on the car before before quality. So yeah, that that was his race. Valtteri um, Bottas. Uh, what you got for me on Valtteri? Valtteri. Um... Again, kind of like Sargent, I didn't notice him. Um, I thought his teammate had a great race, and he just kind of hung out toward the back of the grid. Um, at one point, I saw, um, I saw Joe coming out of the, the pits right in front of Botas, and Botas kind of helped hold up the car behind a little bit. But other than that, yeah. I didn't really notice Botas doing much of anything. Yeah. So Botas started on the on the softs, he probably did maybe five laps. Was was it a damage? Was it puncture? I don't know. And then he switched to hards, did a stint all the way to lap forty or thirty nine, and then switched from there, switched to another pair of hards to the finish. So he had the same strategy as Joe Guan Yu. Joe Joe just took the softs a little bit longer than Botas, but yet. Joe was able to undercut the entire field and score points, uh, massive points. We'll get there. But it was a completely different story for Valtteri. I guess it's where he was stuck in traffic or something in that back. I don't know. A phrase. Yeah, I mean, it's – I don't know. It's hard to kind of know what to take away from that. Obviously, Joe had a great performance. Um, what Like – which driver do you think is a better metric of where the car is? Is Joe getting way more out of the car? Or is Botas just not getting enough out of the car? It's I'm not really so Bota, sure how to think about that. What do you think? Bot, Botas lost the position. Uh, and I think it could also be where you start. It could also be your strategy. It could also be uh, you're getting lapped you know, relatively quickly. It could also be... Um, it's. I think they're really, really even. Really, uh, Joe improved significantly this year. Uh, beat him in quality. Joe was in in Q two, and Valtteri was already out in Q one. So maybe Joe is getting a little bit more. Uh, got a little bit more out of the car here in uh, in uh, uh, in Spain. So 
I guess yeah. it's hard then, to tell. We need, and it's interesting. Kind of just kind of goes to show a few a few more tenths in a particular lap and qualifying, and you can end up ten ten positions higher than your teammate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he but, had damage. Yeah. Uh, he had no damage really. Valtteri. Uh, but we yeah. Enough of number nineteen. Magnuson, eighteen started seventeen lost one position. Um, yeah, that has didn't perform well. The window is not there. I would expect a similar story to the Ferrari. If you look like a Ferrari, drives like a Ferrari, must behave like a Ferrari. Basically, tough race for the Ferrari. Tough race for the Haas. That's my conclusion. Yeah, I think that's a good succinct conclusion. <laughs> and and I'll say the same thing for Hulkenberg right here. He started. Hulkenberg started. I don't know. He was seventh. Ended up fifteenth. Just stumbled. Stumbled. Hulkenberg did a three stopper. Is he is he the only one on a three stopper? No. Magnuson did the same strategy. Three stopper. Why? Why are we doing three stops? Huh? Haas. I don't know. Norris is the other guy on a on a three stopper, but he had damage in lap one, so really doesn't count. But don't don't know why Haas is doing a three stopper. Uh tough race for them. Um I guess it's the same tire issue that the that the Ferraris had. That's my guess. Well, speaking of Norris. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Norris, Norris. Yeah, I skipped, I skipped, I skipped Norris in nine. Seventeenth. Norris started, 17th. started third. He's damaged lap one, you... dropped him to twentieth, then he, uh, you know, ends up seventeenth. That, that was tough. That was rough to watch. Uh, I think Lewis had a similar incident with Magnuson last year. He was able to recover to P. Seven, I believe. Uh, but Hamilton, no, P5 last year. Uh, Norris was sick last year uh, and was able to be in the points, right? He sounds, was eighth last sounds year. Sounds familiar. Yeah, was that, yeah he, was that the week he was sick? He was like brutally sick. He was eighth. And uh, Ricardo wasn't even in the points from, from what I reckon here. He was 12th, Ricardo. So, yeah. Uh, tough race. The car, uh, just wasn't in the window on Sunday. Yeah, he got a lot out of it on Saturday, though. It would have been interesting to see how he did uh, if that damage didn't take place. Yeah, yeah, no. What? Uh, yeah, but I his his teammate really didn't have damage, but also stumbled. So, um, when I when I was looking at the race space, uh, and this track, this race was purely defined on, on race base in general. They didn't have the race base. Um, the, the, they lacked race base significantly. They're around 12th, 13th in terms of race base. And they roughly finished in that, in that position. I think they were a little bit flattered by some of the, the usual suspects up front having floor damages in Q1 and were considerably out of position. And they were able to keep it clean and, 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 qualify uh really strong uh so yeah too bad for uh for for them the breeze 14th started what did he start oh i skipped again albon yeah albon started p18 made two positions and uh ended up 16th what else can you do with that car i i would argue i'll start arguing now that that is by far the slowest car now on the grid no longer no longer the alpha tauri okay yeah we'll I'm, I'm done give, i'm done giving you pennies or, or nickels <laughs> and dimes so uh yeah tough race they, there was a photo of of the their floor circulating on the internet you remember, did you see that <laughs> i did it's very uh traditional it reminded me of like like the old there's no ground effect I don't know. It's tough. I, nothing to ding him, but it, it was, I was like, man, makes sense. You know? Yeah. Like when you look at the Red Bull last week and we were all like, wow, amazed at the beauty of that floor, the intricacies, the complexity 
underneath the Red Bull floor. And then you look at this guy and you're like, where are your battle scars, bro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you got nothing. You got it's nothing to show. Just totally flat. Yeah. Well, th- th- that means there's room for improvement. Uh, sure if is. I'm them, if I'm them, I'm going to like uh, just copy the Red Bull floor and stick Red it Bull. under there. Yeah. Just stick the whole floor. Just make the same floor and stick it I underneath. Every like, team is going to do that. Just, well, well, you can't copy, right? You just got to <laughs> engineer. Yeah, you got to show your work, right? Like FIA is going to ask you like, okay, how'd you get here? Uh, you're like, well, it came from the sky. <laughs> it landed, it landed from the sky, you know, got to see a, took a few photos of the sky and uh, here we are, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's room for improvement for sure. So I see where it goes from here. Hockenberg 15th. I think I covered them with uh, Magnuson. I'm going to skip that. The race uh, started 14th, ended up 14th. Uh, solid race, I would say, for him. Uh, he needed a clean weekend like this. Um, he he slid a few times in quality, uh, caught that passion to, I think, is it turn 11 where everybody was sliding in Q1? Um, but yeah, um, he finished 14th good enough. I won't argue with him. Uh, Piastri started P eight, P nine, ended up P thirteen. Similar issue to uh, Norris, just a rough race, just without the puncture. Uh, just a rough race in general for for the McLaren. They just didn't have the race space uh, on Sunday, um, unfortunately. Yuki Sonoda. Yuki Sonoda. Hmm. Tough break for Yuki. Where do I start? Yuki started P15. Made his way. OG Yuki. Made his way. With pure performance. Yuki made his way. All the way to P9. I was shocked. I didn't even have Yuki in the top 10. And that was my fault. Well, you turned out was, be, turned out to be right. Yeah, he he was he was, yeah I know that was, but that's not what I I was delighted to see him in P nine right. Um, proper Yuki fan here, uh, gotta admit it. Uh but yeah, he got what the FIA decided was uh pushed Joe Guan Yu off track into turn one and two. Uh. I think it's unfair. I think there's no need for a penalty there. I think no, it, it the the punishment is it's is it reminds me of the science punishment from from Australia. It's just just not right. It's just so not right. <laughs> what do you have to say? I I thought the penalty was harsh. I thought uh Joe kind of bailed a little bit early. I thought he could have could have probably continued contesting the corner, and I oh, think back out. And I think Yuki would have remained ahead. Um, so I don't know. It was. I thought the penalty was harsh. Um, yeah, I, I would, think they both deserve to be in the points. Joguan Yu and and Yuki Sonoda. Well, they both I would have been if there wasn't a penalty. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like FIA man. There's been worse. There's been we've seen worse. We've seen worse overtakes. We've seen worse. Like, I mean, it just looked to me like there was space for a car next to him. At least like uh, most of a car, which is like, yeah, yeah we've definitely seen incidents uh, where a lot less space was given and the car had to back out and there was no no penalty. Yeah, I, man. Yeah, no, I agree that a penalty Russell was harsh here. Russell put a hole in somebody's uh, car a couple weeks ago. He didn't get a penalty. Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, so let him race. Let him race. Like, now I'm confused, actually. I'm actually confused about the rule, the overtake rule. Like, I'm completely confused after what they did today. But anyways, that's the FIA. And and Gunter, ha- Gunter, Gunter Steiner was – I. I, by calling them layman or I whatever that, you call them, I love that you call him Guter Haas. <laughs> That's the best. He's he 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 owns the team, man. He should be the the Gunter Steiner Haas team. <laughs> uh yeah, Gunter Haas. Uh 
Gunter Haas was right on Sunday, Saturday. I don't want to be like saying stuff to just like inf- inflate, uh, like strong commentary. But I think it's sometimes people have to say it how it is. You know, it's 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 when you're not when something is wrong. It's important that people call it out, and when people call it out. There's no point to just inflict penalties on them that don't make any sense. And then giving a penalty yeah. to Yuki doesn't even make any sense after that as well. It just confirms that there's there are, there's still issues here, right? Like you know, Yeah, it's know. weird how the the strictness of penalties is variable from track to track. Um I think that's something that's confusing to a lot of fans and also to a lot of drivers <laughs> and uh and, and we've seen a, a few examples of it yeah and to uh. Haas as well <laughs> yeah next up uh. we have leclerc we already talked about him charlie, yeah we, we we covered charlie already uh Gasly, ooh, his his race was he started p10 finished p10 the race was done after that, that sixth place grid penalty that was that was that yeah. was savage as well. Qualified P four, started P ten, two two separate penalties for impeding, which I I gotta kind of wonder what why his team wasn't telling him about these cars that were on fast laps coming up behind him. Um, okay, I'm I'm gonna throw in some conspiracy theory here. Let's hear it. I like conspiracy theories. Okan, Okan, Okan is doing some. Okan is cooking up the team to like. Okan is homeboy with his with his engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. I have no idea of this. Please don't put it on the internet and say somebody had a podcast and said that Okan was cooking Gasly's uh, <laughs> car because I would deny it, <laughs> even if you have a recording. Um, but no, no, it's uh, it's unfortunate. It's just bad luck. But um, yeah, so his his race was kind of derailed on Saturday by two penalties. That I mean, I I feel like in a lot of cases the the teams are telling drivers when people are coming up on fast laps to to kind of avoid this sort of a situation. Yeah. Um, so I I do feel bad for him. I like I totally agree when penalties like that are assessed but i feel bad for the driver because i feel like it's sort of on the team in in many cases i think he could have finished like at least p7 p8 if it weren't for the penalty and okon would have been p9 or something i think i think all he could have done way better than what, what he ultimately ended up doing uh he could have even been in front of stroll he could have finished P5. I don't know. Uh, anyways, we covered Joe, right? Did we? We talked about him a P- bit. Um, yeah. I, I thought I, he drove a really good race. Uh, you know? Yeah, I but, don't want to ding his race. I don't want to ding his race, but I'll ding his post-race commentary. Uh, I did not when, catch his post-race commentary. Oh, he was saying like that that incidents with with uh with Yuki that the stewards did the right thing that it was the right call. I'm like, dude, you backed out. We we all saw it. You backed out. Uh, what's he gonna say? It's the wrong call. Uh, he should be more diplomatic about it. Yeah, that's he you could know? just not say anything about it. Yeah, it just be just just don't don't inflate it as if it was like the perfect call, like. Ah, anyways, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go into that. I like Joe Guan Yu, so I'm just gonna leave it there. We'll, yeah, we'll I get mean, back in the car. He drove a good race. Um, yeah. Brought it into the points with a car that's not very fast. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good yeah. job. Good job, man. Good job. Oh, Kokan. Yeah, Esti Besti is on the podium. Not well, today. Not, not this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, started P6, finished P8. Just had faster drivers around him in general. Uh, the cars still look strong, performing well, best of the rest. Don't know what else to talk to, to to say about the Alpine, right? Like, 
Yeah, there's, he drove a fine race. The two cars that uh, finished ahead of him and started behind him were uh, Russell and Perez. So mm. uh, two cars yeah. you can't really expect yeah. Ocon to, to defend yeah. against for an entire race. So yeah. P8 is a, is a fine result for him. Um, yeah, and this is not Monaco where he can back everybody up anyway. So like, it, it they're gonna get they're gonna get that DRS. There's a that faster toll. car behind. It's gonna get past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So eh. tried to uh, maybe tried to run Alonso off the road at one point. Um, Alonso he still did. got the overtake done, but oh, had, yeah, to go, that had to go way out over the over the line to do it. The pit lane line, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, Alonso. Alonso waits for the last second to to do his overtakes. That's man. true. He likes to like he likes to to suck all of the sl- the slipstream before spitting it out. Like he's he's in there until like you know how you're eating spaghetti and you're like. And then, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I feel like he's doing with the slipstream, just like pulling it all in, like before <laughs> before releasing it. It's perfect. Um, now now it's engraved in your head, isn't it? It is. I'm gonna think about spaghetti. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, speaking uh, of Alonso, he's next. We already talked about him a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, not a great weekend. We we're not gonna beat that horse again. Alonso Stroll, Stroll's next. Uh just don't. He started what? Fifth, right? Fifth, finished sixth. Lost the position. Got overtaken by Russell. Um, easy peasy, man. Norris got overtaken by who else? Perez, yeah, lost two yeah. spot. Norris is no longer there. Business as usual, man. But the part is where it needs to be. There's two faster cars here this weekend: the Mercedes and 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 um, the Ferrari. And uh, Sainz started way ahead of him. Um, Perez was on a hunt and is a is in a much faster car. Nothing to do there. Uh, did his job. At least he did his job. After I took him out of my fantasy team. Dude, Stroll is <laughs> he, killing me this year. He was waiting for that before Stroll performing. Yes. And I left him. I think I left him in my third team. I have three teams. I took him out of two. Put Gasly in, um, in, in his place and just like hedged it a little bit. But then he delivers. Like, Stroll, come on, man. Are you going to be consistently quick? That's all I'm asking you to do. Just be consistent, and we can get a better idea of how to play you. Um, Carlos Sainz. I think I covered Carlos. Talked about him a little bit, but yeah, started second, finished fifth. Um, finished behind Hamilton, Russell, and Perez. And uh, yeah, we talked about it earlier, but rough race for uh, for Carlos. Mm-hmm. Rough, 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 rough world in Ferrari. Perez. Teco Perez before just ran out of time, right? We spoke about Perez, ran out of time. Yeah, I guess finished uh, three seconds behind Russell. So maybe with a few more laps, he could have caught him. Not today. Not today. No. Uh, George Russell started. He made. He 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 did. Some, he made moves. P twelve, P three, nine, baby. He must have been a, he must have been excited. And I didn't hear his radio. He oh he he did reward us with a pretty cheesy radio commentary at some point. Do you remember what he said about the rain? Oh, he he said it didn't. Was that during the Grand Prix where he said it was raining, yeah. but it was just his sweat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sweating under his balaclava, and then it just spit in onto the 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 his visor. Uh, but yeah, Russell. Russell never, never, never misses out on on a funny radio commentary. So I think somebody needs to compile all of Russell's commentary from the season, his funny um, commentary from the season. Sure, somebody has. Put it. Oh, dude, it'll go viral, man. <laughs> but yeah, Russell, good race. Did you know? Delivered a strong performance from the car. Um, yeah, the car was just car was quick here. Um, Hamilton started P4, ended up P2. Always drives well here, though. I don't know what to say. He does always drive well here. Yeah, yeah, Hamilton does always drive well here, but um, I think uh, the 
big takeaway from Mercedes is that the the upgrades they brought are seem to be working, seem to be a step in the right direction. Um, still a lot of work to do to to actually catch Red Bull, but um, definitely oh. an improvement. Uh, catching Red Bull, that's not happening, bro. <laughs> not happening. That's like well, I'm sure. Thinking. I'm sure that's the goal over there. Ah, not next year, maybe. Not this year. You can't. You, there's so much left in this car. This, oh my god! You need to. Uh, you need to reinvent the physics of ground effect to be able to beat them at this point. It's uh, it's impossible. Uh, all right, Verstappen, Max Verstappen. How many more races can he win this year, man? I mean. I think ultimately that's just the question of the reliability of the car. He's pretty consistent. Um, he's finished first or second every race, right? He got he got fifteen last year, so which is a record, right? Yeah, how many is gonna get this year? We have twelve or thirty. We have how many more do we have? Sixteen left or fifteen left? Something like that. Yeah. He. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. Oh, he's good. He he's gonna he's gonna beat that record for sure. He's got it. He's got it. Anyways, yeah, that was the grid. Um, my top ten. You want to just quickly go over that where I where I messed up? Yeah, let's uh, let's see what you got. I had Verstappen P one, nailed give it. Me, give me give me two give me one full point for that sucker. Hamilton P two, give me another point for that. Nice. Uh, I had Sainz P3. I'll take half a point for that because he's in the top 10. Yeah. Uh, Alonso, I had P4. I'll take another half point for that. He was P7. Um, Stroll, I had him right before. I had him Stroll in P5. He finished P6. Another half a point for that. George Russell, I had P6. He did way more, way better than I expected. I'll take another half a point for that. Uh, I think the rest I'm just going to take half points. Uh, I had, then I had, I think, Paris 7th. Um, so Paris did way better than that. Finished P4, so I'll take another half. And then Gasly P8. I didn't get Gasly P8. Gasly was P10. Another half point. Because of the Sonoda penalty, you got a half a point. Yeah, yeah, that saved him, right? That's and then good. I had that put Gasly in the points. Yep. Yeah, and then I had Ocon. Oh, I actually had Ocon before Gasly. Ocon, Gasly, and then Perez. No, Ocon, and then Gasly, and then Norris. I had Norris in there, but he didn't make it. Right. Lap one incident. Yeah. So it's just half a point for uh, eight eight fellas and two points for for the top two. That's the only thing I got right. The top two. Uh, every everybody else, what well, they were in there, but uh, except for Norris, so 4.5, 6.5. Uh, GP rating, and then we're out of here. Ah, uh, this race, I will give it Ocho. Ocho, Eight. okay, Ocho. that's a hundred, that's quite the rating. What? I gave Monaco seven, and didn't Did have you? as much as much over, as many overtakes as here. Um, That's true. There was a lot of overtaking here. I was kind of um, thinking seven point five for Spain, but I I don't really remember what I gave other races. So yeah, I keep track of that. I got my book here. What I give Monaco? The, I don't keep track of your rating. Yeah, we had the uh, same thing for Monaco, man. We had seven. Uh, okay. Well, this one was better, same. so seven point five. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So you, I'll keep your seven point five here, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, I think it deserves. I think it deserves an A. I think the layout, the new layout, made racing pretty fun. Um, gave gave the fans something to look at. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, quality was different in the rain. Quality, a lot of people made mistakes, jumbled up the grid. Uh, the race was just out of control behind Max. Uh, and even Max, when, when Hamilton was coming up to him, he, he did a few, you know, he pushed a little bit here and there, and we could see the pace of the car. So I thought that was cool. Uh, 
the Ferraris uh, had a tough time, but everybody was able to test their concept. And, and I think that's the beauty of, of Spain. And there's a ton of upgrades that came around uh, and, and we're going to continue seeing those cars develop from this point out. And, and, and the fans were fantastic, dude. The, the green and, 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 and red crowd chanting for Alonso the entire weekend uh, and for Carlos <laughs> Sainz. So that was really that cool. Was epic. Yeah, the same it was an uh, epic race. It would have been great if uh, one of them could get on the podium. Everybody would have been uh, yeah. been a bit more excited. But I thought well, one of the... I, I, I had Sainz in the podium in my, in my top 10 because I just wanted That's the Spaniards to get something he... to cheer for. Well, he started second. That's a reasonable... Uh... Reasonable expectation to finish third, but I thought I thought one of the most interesting takeaways of the weekend was uh, just how much more competitive the Mercedes looked um, compared to just a few races ago, um, and mm-hmm. I think it bodes well for for the rest of the season and for the championship fight. Um, they're currently second, so they're leading that uh, the battle for second, um, but. Aston Martin's not too far behind and Ferrari is about 50 points behind that or behind behind Mercedes. So, yeah, we have a lot to fight for, uh, for the, at least for the constructors. And I think for P2 in the drivers is P2, P3 in the drivers. There's a battle there that's, that, that can happen longer term if Paris keeps making mistakes. Yeah. So Paris uh, is only, Paris is only 18 points ahead of, uh, Alonso. And the, yeah, and so the constructors for you know number two and number three, and then yeah. uh, Hamilton's only twelve points behind that. And now with yeah, uh, yeah. an upgraded car, maybe he can get into the mix, and you, yeah. he, he might end up finishing P two for the year. It's not, yeah, uh, yeah. it's, it's not impossible. Definitely within striking distance already. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was it. That was our that was our recap of the. Spanish Grand Prix 2023. Uh, we'll see it. We'll we'll catch up again here in Spain next year. Hopefully, hopefully we can do like another like testing here next year, man. Testing would be great to see here. That'd but, be nice, uh, especially with the new layout. Yeah. yeah, it'll be it'll be great. But anyways, uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. Uh, please, 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 please like and subscribe. Uh, follow us. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, Twitter as well. We'll try to put more stuff out there. Uh, and we are working on some cool content uh, in the pipeline. So uh, we've got some surprises coming up. Um, but, uh, yeah, until next time. And next time we'll be in Canada. Uh, please take care and uh, peace out. Bye.